Okay, ladies, I have came to a acceptance that my microphone is just broken. All right, so what I just plan on doing is just getting a whole new microphone because I refuse to believe that my MacBook that I spent so much money for is broken. So I'm just going to have to get a whole new HDMI core, a whole new microphone, whatever the case may be, so we can get this audio correct and we can get all of the things I need, the music for GarageBand, because this is really not it. But for right now, we got to make do what we got. So I'm just going to be using my phone for the podcast. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Women's Corner Podcast. And thank you so much for being consistent and listening to the whole series of relationships. I know everyone has been waiting for this episode on romantic relationships, trying to pick up my mind and think what I believe a relationship be like. But I'm just here to let you know that it's not what's about to happen i'm not gonna tell you how uh what are the signs that god will show that this is a man of of your dream i still don't even know those signs so i can't tell you something i do not know okay okay but i am going to give you my insight my biblical viewpoint of it uh well the the biblical view not my biblical but the biblical viewpoint of of how a relationship should be like and just experience that I've had because this whole podcast is really from an alumni of the school of hard knocks so I have a lot of experience in areas that I really shouldn't have experience in but it's for a reason because I go through these things not just for me but for y'all as well too so let's get into it. Before I get started, let's just pray and plead the blood over this conversation so that the Holy Spirit could speak through me. So Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that you should use me as an oracle, Lord, that you should use me as a voice, a message to your fellow ladies, that when they hear these words, that these words will resonate inside their heart because they know that it's coming from you and not from me, oh Lord. I pray that every confusion and every doubt that any woman have about relationships, or any or even just identity alone that it should be broken off through this podcast and through just you alone oh lord i pray that you should speak through me and allow me to utter the words that 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 gives a message and that gets a word to the right person oh lord and i pray that this message should reap to should meet the right person and they should be able to be blessed by this and get delivered because knowledge itself is a delivering ministry so i pray that the knowledge that you have poured inside of me that i have studied upon and i meditate upon it should be able to reach the right person oh lord in the name of the son the father and the holy spirit i pray amen so when it comes down to relationships i just got into a acceptance well i won't really say an acceptance but i've gotten to know that us christians especially us ladies we really don't know how to do relationships the reason why i say that is because well it may not be for everyone but for me alumni of the school of hot knocks I came out of the era of social media era thinking that a relationship should be the way that everyone else perceives it to be. How I see Instagram um, couples doing it, how I see famous people doing it, is how my relationship would go. So when I came and developed a relationship with God, I was expecting that... Even when it came down to God, because I started to expect that my relationship with God would be just the way my relationship with my pastor would be. Or my relationship with God would be just the way that a bishop relationship would be with God. And it wasn't like that. I had to realize that every relationship itself is is literally conditioned in the 
in a way where it fits right for you and that person that you're in a relationship with. So the the way I communicate with so-and-so is not going to be the way I communicate with another person. And the way I talk to so-and-so is not going to be the way that I talk to another person. So with that being said, the way you date is not going to be the way that Nicki Minaj date her husband. The way that you um talk to your husband or the way that you show love to your husband or the way your husband show love to you is not going to be the way that your sister from down the street show love to or get love from their husband. You will always have to understand that the person that you date is meant for you. It says in the Bible, it's not good for a man to be alone. So when I, I hate the fact that how a lot of people be like, like, oh, I'm just meant to be single. If it says that it's not good for a man to be alone. And you know that when God says man, he's not just talking about man as a whole. He's talking about man as a human man, as a human being. So with that being said, it's not good for women to be alone. It's not good for men to be alone. That's how I look at it. So when a lot of girls come to me and be like, I just don't think that God has a man for me. Or I don't think that I'm meant to be in a relationship. I don't think that I'm meant to even get married. I have to stop them right there and says that. Why would you apply those terms to your life if the Bible didn't say it? Isn't God your creator in every word that he speaks? And you know that God is a man of integrity. So if he says it's not good for men to be alone, are you challenging God's integrity to think that the words that he says are lies? I don't think so because if I call myself a child of God, I believe whatever my father tells me. It says to have faith faith as a mustard seed, right? Not faith as small as a mustard seed, but have faith as a mustard seed. I have faith in my God that I serve in my creator. So if he says it's not good for me to be alone and my God wants everything good for me, why would he make me alone? So I know as a woman, as, as an even man, that there is someone out there for me. But it's the steps that I'm going to take for me to get there. You have to understand your role when it comes into this. As a lady, uh, as a Christian lady, a lot of us don't understand our roles when it comes down to relationships. I know there's a term that goes out, independent woman. Let's talk on that first. There's no problem when you being independent. No one's saying that you don't need to depend on anyone. No one's saying that you should be, you should not be the head. Um, you should, you should be the head. You should not be the head because God called you to tell. No, that's not what God called. God called you the head. Isn't that true? God never said that you should be a borrower. He said you should be a lender. So if you want to be independent, that's not a problem in being independent. But you also have to understand that if you plan on getting married at some point, you're not going to be independent you're 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 just you're not you're not meant to you're not meant to do everything by yourself God doesn't even allow us to do stuff by ourselves. He never told us we have to have faith by ourselves. He never told us we have to have love by ourselves. He never told us that we have to be alone if I need faith I will ask my God be like God I don't have faith in you in this season please help me and he will come to my rescue and help me because he know i don't have faith so are you are you understanding so when it's independent woman i have no problem because i once was i mean i still am an independent girl okay i don't need nobody to pay my bills i don't need um somebody to tie my shoes i don't need someone to take me this place and that place well that's what i plan on getting but with that being said i know the role if i'm in a relationship with a guy and that's another thing do not get in a relationship expecting to just date that person why would i waste uh, my time with you if i don't plan on marrying you 
If I don't want it long term, if I don't want to date you, um, if I don't want to date you in hopes of marrying you, why would I waste a crucial time period inside my life? Waste my own time because time itself is valuable just to say I want to date you and see where this goes. If my intentions is never to marry you, I will not date you because that's not my intentions. Y'all understanding that? So my intention is to marry a guy. I know at some point it says that a man should be the leader, the head of the household. A man role is to, to lead and a lady is to follow. So if my man is to lead me. I cannot call myself independent. I'm not saying that I don't have my own money. Just I know that my man is the one who's going to take care of me. If that makes sense. I don't mind. Nowadays, inside this society, it's shunned upon to be a stay-at-home mother. I don't mind being a stay-at-home mother. Shoot, I got someone that's paying my bills, that's coming home, giving me pleasure, that's loving me, taking care of the kids. And all I have to do is just clean and cook, make sure the house is intact. I don't mind doing that. I don't mind being a stay-at-home mother and still having a, still having a business on the side. I do not mind to that. I don't mind my only job to my husband is to be loyal. The only job that my husband asks for me is just to be loyal. He takes care of everything else. I do not mind doing that. So when girls go around saying that independent woman, that I want to be an independent woman, I want to be an independent woman. And there's no problem being an independent woman, but are you going to be submissive? And one thing you need to learn about that submissive, in order for you to submit to somebody else, you need to submit to God first. Do not submit to man before you submit to God. It's never going to work out because God is your creator. He is your father. Because submissive come from love. Never submit to someone out, out of fear. I do not come to God out of fear. I come to God because I love him. I do not come. I, I'm afraid of him. I have a healthy free fear of God because I know who he is. I know his character. I know um, the, the worth of my God. I know him. I know who he means to me. So the fear of me drifting apart from God is what I have. That healthy fear of being separated from my God. But I do not serve God out of fear. I serve God out of love. That's what I'm submissive to. I'm submitted to him. So when you when you jump into a relationship with a man, are you can you say that you'll be submiss submissive to him? And if you know you want to be in a relationship but you struggle with submissive um to be submissive, call on to God. Say, God, Daddy, I want to date this person right now, but I don't know how to be submissive. I want to, at some point, get married to this boy, but I don't know how to be submissive. I ask God for the spirit of meekness, because meekness is the fact or condition of being meek, submissive, submissiveness. <laughs> that's a word. So that's another thing we also need to look at. So let's let's actually dive into the steps in relationships, right? So we talked about the friends area in relationship. We talked about the different types of relationship, the anchor relationship, the sinking relationship, and the sailing relationship. But what are the steps when it comes to romantic relationship? I will never be the type of person to tell a couple on um, how long you should still dating before you get married, Okay. Because some people get married just like that after six months, even after a month. Chandler Moore, my hot... Well, I can't call him my husband anymore because he's too about to get married. But my man is about to get married. 
and I'm pretty sure he stayed with he stayed with her for less than a year. He already knew that was his wife. He knew from the beginning. So when guys say that I want to take two years, three years, let's let's stay for two years, let's stay for three years. Why do you need that much time to know that I'm your wife? Do you love me? Check. Do you want to be with me? Check. Do you plan on not hurting me? Check. Do you love God more than you love me? Check. Do you plan on treating me right? Check. Are you are you are you are you good to your family? Like do meaning are you nice to your mom? Do you bless your family? Do you plan on having kids with me? Check. So what's the problem? I, I'm I'm really being honest. What's the problem? Why do we have to wait three years? Why is that a healthy relationship to wait three years with that person and then y'all get y'all start dating? That that means you're dating to divorce. If I'm really if I'm really be honest, I feel like if you're gonna wait three years to date someone, you you plan on dating to divorce that person. You're sitting here waiting and counting your days until that person actually messes up. I'm not doing that. If I if I'm fond of you and I know that you're fond of me as well, so let's say I'm speaking from the guy's perspective. If I see a woman of God who serves God, who loves God, who's inside church, who's, who's, who's a praying woman, a woman of God who's, who has the spirit of meekness, a woman of God who loves to serve and love people, a woman of God who carries the fruit of the spirit, a woman of God who actually acts, acts like a woman of God, not just carries the title of a woman of God, a, a woman of God that actually has her life i won't say have her life together but on the right track have her head on her shoulder she's educated in all of her ways a woman of god that is not unstable that is not double-minded because it says a double-minded man is unstable all of her way so a woman of god who knows what she wants out of life and knows that she feels god and love god more than she loves herself and others and she's attractive attractiveness is just the icing on the cake but she has all those characteristics. Why would I wait three years with her? Why would I let her slip between my arms? What else do I need to figure out at this point? What else? So when I'm so for me, when a guy, because one thing, I don't chase men. I, I don't know about y'all. I do present myself if I know I'm fond of a man and I see a guy that I I find very cute. He's not eyeing me as a way I want him to eye me or if I'm not getting his attention. I will dress myself up. You see, Esther inside the Bible, right? It takes, it says that it takes the, um, the queen 12 years to be with the Enochs. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing them right, but they take them 12 months, actually, not 12 years, 12 months to just get prepared. They get their makeup, they be saturated with oils and perfumes and cosmetic six to six. And, but it took Esther 10 months. Why it took everyone else 12. Esther found favor in the eye of the king in 10 months. But usually it would have took Queen Vashti 12 months to get there. The, the king knew as soon as he saw her, he was like, okay, I've been checking this girl for a, for a while now. I want her. I don't need to wait the, the whole consistent 12 months. Why can't I find a man like that? I mean, I'm pretty sure those men exist. I have Chandler Moore out here getting married to his to his wife in less than a year. Hello, where's my time? Where's my man? I have a good head on my shoulder. I'm very attractive. I serve God. I fear God. Love God more than I love you and me. I'm family oriented. I know how to clean. I know how to cook. I'm respected. Respect. Um, respectful. 
I have, I carry the spirit of meekness. And if I don't, I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to host the Holy Spirit. I'm willing to fast and pray so I can carry the spirit of meekness. Why does a guy need to wait 12 years to, um, three years to come and check me out? It just doesn't make right. It just doesn't sound right. So that's another thing that I really wanted to focus on. So with that being said, let's talk about the sailing of a good. No, you know what? Let's not even talk about the good one first. Let's talk about the bad. The sinking of a sinking of a romantic relationship is that unhealthy, that toxic relationship. A relationship and there's only one, there's only one. There's only one point because this one point leads into everything else that you may think about. If this guy causes you to sin, if you know you have been dating this guy and out of nowhere, um, he just causes you to sin, you'll start doing sinful stuff, like um, you'll start fornicating. He 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 says, Oh, a lie is just okay, it's just a little white lie. Y'all start um sex talking, any of those areas, fornication is the biggest, but Sin itself, if he causes you to sin, he or he makes sin a um a okay thing to do, that's a sinking relationship. That's an anchor relationship. That relation is not going anywhere. That relation is going to fail before it even starts. If you know this is a guy that you you want to get in a relationship with, but he just consistently sin and sin and sin. And that's another thing. Us ladies, we need to stop trying to fix people, fix guys. Guys done told you who they are from the beginning. He already told you he was a cheater. He told you multiple times he cheated on his ex-girlfriend. And he I'm pretty sure he used the same line on you that he been using his ex. That oh, I'm trying for you. No, he told you. He done told you who you are. Y'all need to start believing people for what they say they do. Um, come on now. If a guy told you he's a cheater, why go to him? If a guy told you that he 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 doesn't know how to communicate correctly, or if a guy told you, I know people be like, well, they just need to learn. Um, he just has some hard times. You need to tell him to go to God first before you try to fix him. You can't fix him. That's God's job. You didn't create him. Why try to fix him? All your job is to do is to push him to God, and God will do the work. So do the do the rest. So us lady, we need to stop trying to fix fix guys, even just friends, thinking that. Oh, they just had it bad. They just need love. Tell them to go to God. God is God gives the agape love. You cannot love that person more than God can. So go and give that person right back to their father and say, Daddy, you handle him. Okay? I will do my part. I will pray and to see in prayers for them, but you take it. I ain't fixing it. That's not my responsibility because God never put it on responsibility to fix it. Where in the Bible God said he had to fix a man? It says when a man finds a woman, he finds a good thing, doesn't it? It never says when a man finds someone that's broken and he tries to fix it, he finds a good thing. So stop trying to fix people. It's not your job. It's not your job. So a sinking relationship is one of those relationships where, especially if the God is very prideful, a guy is very selfish, that's a sinking relationship. You see, you date someone that doesn't that has a lack of communicational skills. A guy that... Um, and I'm only using guys because of the fact that this is for my ladies, the conversation for my ladies. But you, you're in a relationship with a guy that doesn't even want to work. He's very lazy, sinking. You're in a relationship anchor at this point because if you're in a relationship, it's anchor. But if you're working towards a relationship with a person like that, it's sinking. So you're in a relationship with someone who is very lazy, sinking. If you're in a relationship with someone who has lack of communication skills, especially a mama's boy, oh my gosh, it says in the Bible that a man should leave his home, his mom and dad home. 
to go take care of his husband and wife. Why? Come on now, woman. Come on now. Y'all think about it. Y'all think about it. It's sinking. If you're in a relationship with a guy who expects you to pay for everything, sinking. If you're in a relationship with a guy who doesn't know how to think for his own self and he has corrupted friends who thinks for him, sinking. If you're in a relationship with... If you're in a relationship with someone who just does not know how to act correctly, who does not carry the fruit of the spirit, who, who I do not recommend you get in a relationship with any person who was just not working on a relationship with God, because it's going to interfere and you're going to hurt that person more than you think you're going to help them. Cause that's that time period. That's a crucial time period. A person who, cause we're always working on relationship with God. That's, that's 100%. But if we have not gotten to a point in time where we can honestly say we love God more than we love somebody else, we cannot compromise our time with God for somebody else. We should not get in a relationship. That's, that's, that's that season where you're supposed to be in a season of singleness. So if you're in a relationship with someone that's in a season of singleness, it's going to be anchored. It's not going to move. It's not going to move so a sinking relationship with someone who has all the bad attributes i listed but the anchor relationship my biggest thing is someone in a season of singleness if your intentions is to bring that person out of the singleness season of singleness it's not going to move the reason why i said that is because if they're in a if they tell you they're in a season of singleness and it's a god-ordained season of singleness that's that time God needs to mend some certain things that you cannot fix. That's the kind time where God needs to help that person develop a character. That's the time where that person needs to have intimacy with the Lord. That's that time where it's so crucial if this person just goes off the wrong path a little bit from God, everything else starts to crumble. And it's very selfish of you to get into a relationship with someone you know is on that crucial path for God. For you to uh, for you to be trying to draw in someone that you know is on our crucial time with God. That is very selfish. Very, very selfish. So if you're in that type of relationship, it is anchored and it's not going anywhere. This you cannot say that I'm gonna pray to God and ask God to convince this person to date me. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So let's look at a sailing relationship. A sailing relationship, y'all both, y'all both love God, right? You and that person, y'all do Bible study together. Y'all talk on the, um, y'all respect each other time. Y'all not on the phone consistently every single day. Y'all have separation time where he's focused on him. She's focused on, on her. Y'all, this, this boy loves his family. He's committed to, committed to serving God. He's committing to his church. He goes to church frequently. He's all about Christ, all about his father business. He loves everything about God. He loves people. He loves communicating with people building relationship with people he loves mentorship and inside that relationship even if you two in a relationship where it's very healthy meaning that y'all to talk consistently not consider like every single second of the day consistently where y'all do have separation time period like i said y'all do have time to go away find yourself then come back and talk for each other that's a healthy that's a healthy time period to talk or y'all in a relationship and while y'all talking to each other is just he's respecting you and you're respecting him that's healthy you're in a relationship where it's nowhere near abusive or manipulative abusive relationship i'm telling y'all 
If anyone needs help in your inner abusive relationship, please reach out to me because I know what you're going through. So please reach out. Abusive is not only just physical abuse, but mental abuse as well, sexual abuse as well. So if you're in an abusive relationship, that's an anchor relationship. It's not going anywhere. You need to get out. But you're in a relationship where the person's not manipulating you to do certain things. He's not telling you to compromise your time with God. He's not telling you to forget about all things God. You're actually doing Bible study together. Y'all doing devotional together. Y'all praying with each other or interceding for each other on each other's behalf. That's a sailing relation. You will get to a point. I don't know about y'all, but I want to get to a point where I saw this meme on Instagram, right? And on that meme, the guy's wife passed away inside the movie theater and the guy came inside the movie theater and he literally resurrected his wife from the dead he pulled her spirit come in her spirit to come right back inside her body and they walked out the movie theater together i don't know about y'all but if my husband does not resurrect my spirit i do not want him Okay, I don't want a man that could argue with people inside the physical. I don't want a man that could fight inside the spirit. Okay, I don't want a man that sits here and he's just very disrespectful and he doesn't know how to speak to people correctly. I don't, that's not me. All right, that is not me. Especially, I do not want a man that does not love his mama because if he does not love his mama, he will not respect you. Let's just really be honest. So, those are the attributes of a sinking, a sailing, and an anchor relationship. I know in Christian time, it's very hard to date. So, one thing I do recommend when it comes to Christian dating is that y'all do not awaken love before it's time. Meaning that. I know people's gonna I know a lot of people's gonna be like, oh, but what if I, I just really like this person? God's not saying you cannot date, sis. God's not saying you cannot date. But when you get to a point where you really you really, really you're infatuated about this person and you love this person dearly, and you just want to give this all to this person. Present this person to God before. This is one thing I recommend before you even get in a relationship. This is for my, not even just for my youth, my older people as well too. Ask God who's this person of the spirit. So check this, right? I wanted to date this one guy and it wasn't dating. It was just him and I talking. I met him at a party. And at the party, you know, he didn't talk to me at all. But when I'm leaving, that's when he got my contact from one of my cousins. And we started talking. And as time went by, I'm just like, you know, like I'm feeling myself. I'm like, God, this I really like this guy. You know, and remind you, I'm in a season of singleness. So I should never really did that in the first place. But I'm thinking God sent this boy. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know, God, I really like this boy. Oh, my gosh, you guys. So next thing you know it. I ended up um, asking God because I asked God this all the time. Who is this person inside the spirit? I asked him, who is this guy inside the spirit? Tell me why God done showed me a whole dream of this boy having a girlfriend. And inside this dream, you know what I did? I still tried to get him knowing that he had a girlfriend because I'm thinking that because he was letting me know like, oh, me and my girl having some problems, this, that, and the third inside the dream, you know, asking for help and everything. And I'm thinking like, oh, he could leave her for me. I'm better than her anyways. I'm trying to, you know, I'm wearing this white, um, this white, uh, t-shirt, this long t-shirt as if I had lingerie under it. It was just a very, very, 
it was a warning dream. So after that had happened, I woke up and I was like, God, like, why would that? I rebuke that spirit. That spirit that's trying to stop me from dating, I rebuke it. Tell me why a couple of days later, I don't forget about the dream and all. A couple of days later, this boy called me off of Instagram because remind you, he didn't have my number at this time. He called me off of Instagram and he was like, hey, princess. And I was like, I'm sitting here trying to figure out who this is because I don't remember his Instagram name by heart. And I'm like, mm, hi. And he's like, hey, um, I, I was just calling to check up on you. How you been? And I'm like, I'm good. How are you? And him and I are talking and everything. And then I started, it started hearing his voice. I'm figuring out, oh, who is this? And I'm just like, okay, you know, endorsing that conversation. He was like, well, I know you are a woman of God. And I know that you all about God. So I have some questions for you. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, well, this is girl, my, my girlfriend at the end of the moment, me, her arguing. And I'm just like, girlfriend i'm sitting here baffled because i'm like i had no reason to even be shocked or even surprised because it's not like god didn't show me this inside the dream before so while he's talking about this i'm sitting here like oh okay you know what i did i helped him the same thing that god warned me inside the dream i done did it in real life i helped him inside the relationship i gave him advice for like two three days of prayer points to go through of how to get your relationship right with god and i'm still sitting here thinking like oh god show me this dream so he could get me prepared you know so he could warn me about the girl so i could not be shocked so him and i could still date he, he knocked the girl out of the way just for me oh thank you god no, God was warning me that don't mess with this person. This boy has a girlfriend, princess. And what am what did I do? I did it. So I'm letting y'all know before y'all date anyone, ask God who is this person inside the spirit. Because if I call myself a child of God and I say in the, the scripture, Jeremiah 33 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Your daddy is obligated to tell you those things because he wrote it inside his book, inside his book those were his words he said to call to me to me meaning him and he will tell you those great answers but if you call yourself a child of god call onto your daddy ask your daddy every single question ask him and he will let you know so i called onto my daddy and i asked him because he protects me i dwell inside the secret place of the almighty okay he has my heart in best interest he has my best interest at heart so when I called, he told me those great unsearchable things that I did not know. And I still didn't listen. Indeed, I didn't get hurt. But if I did not, if he did not tell me and give me a revelation of that dream, I would not be in this position to give you that story. That story would have been totally different of how I got hurt. So I'm just letting you know. Make sure you check who these people are inside the spirit before you date them. Because Christian dating inside this time is difficult. Okay, you're not you. You cannot have sex inside the relationship. There's a lot you, you like you cannot do. I I recommend that y'all go out on dates, go to the movies. Hey, holding hands is not is not a bad thing. Don't be cuddled up with each other, knowing that you know if this person struggle with sexual sin like desires and lustful thoughts, you know those are your boundaries. Don't do that. You develop especially boundaries inside the relationship so the relationship could be maintained. If you don't have boundaries, y'all would just be willy-nilly and do everything. Okay? Don't bring the boy around your family until you think it's time. Don't jump into the relationship. Don't just rush into it. It's a process. Everything's a process. Not saying, I'm not saying that you cannot get married in a month. 
And nothing is impossible for my God. My God specialized in the impossible. Not saying that's not possible. But God will reveal those things. So until God reveals those, take those steps. And as those steps are being taken, everything else will fall into place. Commit your work onto the Lord and your plans will be established. That's what Proverbs 16, 3 says. So commit the work of that relationship onto your Lord and God will reveal the plans of that relationship. He will establish those plans. So let him know like, hey, daddy, I'm thinking of this guy or I'm thinking of this girl and I really want to proceed in a relationship. If you don't have an answer from God, I'm not saying if you don't have an answer from God, just jump into it right then until you give your answer. No, stay fast in, in prayers. Stay, stay, stay steady fast inside prayers and inside fasting and supplication and let him answer those things because y'all don't know there'd be wolves inside sheep clothing. As good, God sends you blessings through men as well as the enemy sends you blessings through men. All right. So you need to know who's coming to you. You need to know who you're dating. You need to know how you're going to date. You need to know, are you dating to marry this person? Or am I dating just to date this person? Because if you're dating to date this person, you're wasting your time. And you're wasting a person's time. Don't just date to date. Don't just date to say, I'm having fun. Because if you're having fun, go run, go to the park. Go find a hobby or something. Go hang out with your girlfriends. Don't waste people's time. All right? So, that's pretty much it for the romantic relationship. If you have any questions, like I said, y'all can always just hit me up on my Instagram at underscore woman's corner podcast. Or you could email me at um, blamaprincess at iCloud.com. Or you could hit me up from here on Anchor or from Spotify, if that's even possible, or even from YouTube, or if just from my regular Instagram, D Princess Blama. But I'm just, I just wanted to come on here and get this quick word about dating. So I pray that y'all blessed through it. I pray that y'all receive everything that y'all that y'all was intended to receive. I pray that this is a word for anyone. So yeah, you guys, bye.